ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another episode of War Stories. My name, of course, is Ryan Smeltz, and today we are talking about returning to training. So, in case you heard it in one of the previous episodes or one of the episodes of Morning Brews, I have been having some microphone and sound difficulties. I noticed that every time I use Zoom, it takes control of my audio devices and significantly changes some of my settings. Now that I am aware of that, I'll be able to address it. So I apologize for that in the past and hopefully moving forward, the audio quality is better and more controlled. That being said, let's jump into it. So yesterday we were talking about me coming home on convalescent leave and what it was like uh, getting on the plane and spending time at home. And today we're going to be talking about me going back to training. Uh, There was a new drill sergeant, or at least a different drill sergeant, when I got back, uh, kind of picking up where I left off and finishing training, almost. So, essentially, I flew back in. Of course, my unit was notified and I got picked up, uh, taken back to training. Uh, So that was good because obviously I didn't know post very well outside of the training environment and, um, you know, just having help and support like that was not just encouraging, but also I believe a kind of a um, precursor to how the rest of the army would be, which, which was essentially true because jumping forward for a minute, I remember uh, getting scooped up um, by, uh, a couple of guys at Fort Polk, uh, which would turn out to be my first duty station. However, uh, not revealing too much there coming back to training. Uh, when I got back, there was a new or different drill sergeant. Um, I, I am not saying that he wasn't maybe in another platoon or another training unit before that, but when I got back, uh, I was in third platoon of Foxtrot 787, um, and he uh, showed up there. So he was kind of in charge and running the show. Um, and uh, I mentioned him uh, because when it comes time to me being recycled, uh, which will, um, you know, we'll, we'll finalize this story on Friday. Uh, but I might mention it before then. Um, uh, Basically, he was um, somewhat disappointed with the way things played out. Uh, And then picking up where I left off. uh, So basically, um, I have talked before about what AIT, or Advanced Individual Training, was like. Um, I did uh, graduate... um, basic training before I went on convalescent leave, there is a little bit of crossover in the training for me because I got recycled. So with Foxtrot 787 and 3rd Platoon, I essentially went all the way through training. Uh, and then I, they they had actually all graduated and I was kind of in limbo for a minute with them uh, before I went and, and got recycled. So, um, picking up where I left off, 
Uh, I also remember that the new drill sergeant basically saying how he was he was fighting to have me finish with uh, the training company uh, Foxtrot Seven Eight Seven, but I had missed three major training events, and so the biggest issue was on the schedule. Uh, those training events were not occurring uh, with other training units uh, within a time frame that would facilitate me graduating with my existing training company. So I could obviously piggyback <clears throat> the three training events were uh, the Humvee course, the grenade range, and law classes. Um, so... I, I feel like the grenade range was probably a major training event for basic training. And uh, the Humvee and law classes were training events, the two major training events for AIT. Because um, remember, I'm an OSIT, so one station unit training. Basic training finished, go straight into AIT. Um, however, uh, if, say, we had... I don't know, three weeks. I have no idea how much time we had left when I got back from convalescent leave. Say we had three weeks left. If there were not at, at least three different other training units doing those three different training events uh, within that time frame, I couldn't go piggyback with those training units and knock out the training event in order to finish my qualifications to graduate so um instead of um basically uh, you know i'm not sure that there was really any other coordination or options um but essentially they just dropped me back in where they were uh i went to all the classes i did all of the um <clears throat> training events uh, the practical exercises and everything with my current training unit. Um, we talked about STEM Village before, as well as the classes taught by multiple different branches, including civilians uh, in STEM Village and on many, many different topics. Um, so, once again, I basically picked right up, finished training with them. Uh, so, I don't remember if I was with Foxtrot 787 while they went and graduated. Um, I do remember them still being around. Uh, when I did get recycled, we got a little day pass or something, and they were in civilian clothes. I think it's because they had graduated and they essentially stuck them in holdover status, which is very similar to hold unders like we talked about before. Where basically you're graduated, uh, you know, you're ready to go permanent party, report to your first duty station, but um, that date hasn't arrived or orders haven't been cut or the schedule, whatever the case may be. So you stay with your training unit. Um, you probably move more to a Monday through Friday schedule, kind of standard PT, uh, get off at 17 or 1800. Uh, type deal and then the rest of the time you're essentially free to do whatever you want put on civilian clothes uh, go shopping uh, just make sure you're uh, signing in and out and and back on time and stuff like that so um, 
Holdover is obviously way different than hold under because hold unders don't know anything and holdovers um, have already graduated graduated training in uh, holdover in OSIT has graduated uh, basic and AIT. So um, once again, that is uh, significantly different than um, than a hold under and. Uh, yeah, I, I remember when I got to my new training unit stumbling across them um, and, you know, basically almost finishing. And, and the drill sergeant, uh, once again, was disappointed. I missed three training events. He didn't really know uh, how he could get me squeezed in on those to help me qualify so that I could graduate with that unit. It's understandable, you know, two weeks uh, in a year. Uh, to take leave is next to nothing, but two weeks in a 21-week training cycle uh, could could mean a world of difference. So um, it's completely understandable. I had to get recycled. I am grateful um, and and glad that I did not have to go to PTRP. Uh, it could have been a black hole. Could have been a completely different experience for me. Um, instead of my uh, military career being cut short uh, due to injuries. Um, and possibly me coming home and being one of the ones that said I was going to join, but I didn't make it out of basic. Um, I and and who's to say that would have happened? But I ended up doing uh, ten years, so uh, pretty pretty excited. Uh, things played out like that. Kind of kind of sucked that training took me so long. But uh, tomorrow we're going to get into uh, some of the names um, that I remember from Foxtrot Seven Eight Seven. Friday, we'll talk about being recycled into the new uh, training company, and I will go over a handful of names from there. And, and both of these uh, include some people I still talk to to this day, um, even though basic training for me was 17 plus years ago. Uh, so hopefully, if you enjoy this episode, leave us a five-star review. If you haven't already, be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast. Most importantly, tell your friends to subscribe as well. My name is Ryan Smeltz. This is War Stories, and I will see you on tomorrow's episode.